Welcome to the Health and Happiness Homeroom, a podcast devoted to simplifying the otherwise overwhelming and often deflating mindset and wellness industries. I'm Nikki, your host, and I combine my passions as a women's health and mindset coach with my past as a high school teacher to bring it all back to basics for you. My goal is to teach you simple strategies that you can use every single day to work from the inside out so that you can become the happiest and healthiest version of you. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Health and Happiness Homeroom. Today I am doing something a little bit different. A couple of weeks ago I was so fortunate to do an Instagram live with the amazing Stephanie Gorton. So if Steph Gorton isn't in your world you have to follow her. She is a sensational woman. She is like everybody's hype girl. She is my personal business coach. She is a business coach for so many other women that I know. But the point is you need her in your orbit because she is honestly like just an expander. You know, you follow people or you see people and after you have been watching them or talking with them, you are just like insanely lit up by life. Well, that's what this is. (laughs) That's what she is. That's what her demeanor is. Um, So go ahead and follow her. Whether or not you have a small business, she just has so many nuggets of wisdom in regards to balancing life and just like grabbing life with everything that you have and, and trying to just move past anything that's holding you back. So Steph and I did a live all about ignoring your fears and basically why we let our fears dictate our actions or our inactions rather and my four steps to teaching women and teaching clients how to overcome these limiting beliefs these thoughts in your head these narratives that are genuinely real like you know the the fear and the anxiety and the stress and the worry of what other people are going to think all of these feelings guys like they are genuinely genuinely real however however the thoughts that are creating these feelings, these fears are not real. They are not tangible. They are based on past experiences and hypotheticals. So have a listen. Like if, if you, if there are parts of your life where you're, you know that you're holding back, that you're not doing what you want to do. And that could be something as small as, you know, always accepting an invitation to catch up with someone. And you know, you don't really want to catch up with them, but you feel like you should because you're worried if you don't, what they're going to say, things like that. Um, you know, just right through to massive, massive action. You know, you're not doing something in your business or you're not doing something in your relationship, whatever. The point is, I think almost all of us struggle with this at some point, um, perhaps even on a daily basis. So have a listen and I hope you get some amazing nuggets of wisdom out of it. Hi, it has been quite a long time since I've jumped on here for a live. So I am going live today because I'm actually going to be talking to a client of mine who is also just an absolute legend. Her name is Nikki and I'm going to be waiting for her to jump on shortly. But we're going to be talking about something that comes up all the time 
in business, but also just in life and in every area of your world, and that is fear. And the reason that we're talking about fear is because it is the number one thing that I see holding women back on a daily basis, whether they're aware of it or not. And that fear can come up in so many different ways. That fear can come up like a fear of success, a fear of failure, a fear of being seen, a fear of being judged, a fear of what people will think about them, a fear of not being able to achieve their goals, right? So fear comes up in so many different ways. And I wanted to bring Nikki on today so that we could talk about fear because she's somebody who, um, <laughs> she's just said, how do I join? Hold on one second. I will, um, Nikki, I should be able to, you should be able to join by, let me invite you in one second. All right. Tech is coming up. I'm working on the tech. Bear with me guys. All right. So fear comes up in so many different ways. And I think Nikki's a really beautiful example of somebody who, hello. Hey. Hi. <laughs> how are you? Good. How are you? Sorry. Good, babe. No, tech, tech things, right? Tech things. Um, fear. I wanted to bring you on. First of all, before we even talk, tell everyone who you are and what you do so that everyone here knows why you are the queen of being able to touch and breach this topic with me. Oh, legend. Hey guys, um, I'm Nikki. So I obviously work with Steph and she is just amazing. For anyone sitting on the fence, by the way, get on board. Um, I promise but... I didn't pay her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not yet. Um, so basically I'm a, I'm a health and mindset coach. So lots of things in my basket, but um, essentially I just, I help women kind of figure out what's holding them back so that they can live more authentically, do the things they want to do, basically just be happier and like seeing what yeah. they see in the mirror. Yeah, totally. And I think like when you're in that mindset space, right, I think a really common misconception about women like you and I who work in the space where we are, I guess, leaders or coaching people through the same sorts of stuff is that people think that we don't have those feelings, that we don't feel fear or that we don't have imposter syndrome or we don't doubt ourselves. And obviously it's, it's not true, right? Um, and so I wanted to... Um, I have a few questions written down that I wanted to run through with you today because I, I think that, um, and, and I guess the first question is like, where do you see in your coaching world and in the women that you coach in, in fitness, in mindset, in, in wellness, in health, where do you see a fear come up the most? 100% worrying what other people think. And this perception that we have that, um, I can't do this because what if they think this about me? It is just devastating and debilitating because so many women are missing out on these amazing experiences because they're worried that somebody might think or might say something. And do you know what? It's, it's the, like the proverbial them. We don't even know who they are. Like they are going to say, say this, that. Like you don't even value those opinions anyway, but we're all the same. It, it, it so holds us back, right, from doing things yeah. that – are a little bit different, but are ultimately going to lead to new experiences. Yeah. And I love the way that you said the proverbial day, because you're right. Like if I say, if we hear a client say, you know, I'm just scared of what they'll think, what people will think. I'm like, okay, who's people? And sometimes in some cases I've actually said to the person like, cool, well block them, restrict them from being able to see your content. Like if it's really just these two people, all these days, which is usually just one person that you thought of that might think X, like, and you imagine that everyone's thinking that, and it's obviously not true. Nikki, as a um, someone who works in the mindset space and has worked on a lot of your own stuff, um, how does, and what does fear look like for you now? For me personally? 
Yeah. For me personally, and I'm aware that I'm in a very privileged position because I've done a lot of work on this. It's a little voice. It's a very little voice now. Um, but she's still there and she used to be really aggressive. And every time I hear her, there's still a part of me that goes, oh yeah, okay. And like, oh, maybe she's right. Um, but I've done a lot of work on that on my own with coaches, with yourself, with other people to quieten her. She'll never disappear because we all have an ego, you know, but um, yeah, she's there like today. Um, I put up something um, of myself at the beach and because the, I'm going on a bit of a tangent, but you know, the normal woman, like female body has been made to feel or look abnormal. Yeah. We've all got cellulite. We've all got body hair. We've all got like ingrown hairs. We've all got tummy rolls. We've all got everything, but we look at ours and we're like, Oh, I'm abnormal. Right. So today I put something up um, of myself at the beach. I was having the best day and I went to post it and I was like, Oh God, look at all that cellulite. Like she was there. What are people going to think? They're going to think, oh, you can't coach people on their health. You can't coach people on body confidence. Look at your body. But then I'm like, eh, shut up. And I did it anyway. And it's like, I'm not going to pretend it doesn't bother me. Like, obviously it bothers me. <laughs> but the yeah, more and I, more I do like, this, it shuts her up. That's the perfect example as well of like, exactly why we need people like you in our world right and, and leaders in this space is because like we all do have it like i'm a business coach and sometimes my business isn't perfect like i not sometimes a lot of the time like a lot of the time my shit's a mess a lot of the time i forget to look at my kpis a lot of the time i you know whatever have a reconciled shit in my zero account like and so it's it's normal and, and by stepping into that and i think this whole concept of like overcoming fear really comes to that point of being like, I hear, I heard it. I hear you. I see you. I know that that's, you know, it feels true because fear does feel true in your body. It feels real. It feels really fucking real. Um, but being able to just be like, mm, no, that's not actually what I'm here for. I'm not buying into that belief system. So when we talk about fear and how it comes up and how you, I guess, mitigate it or overcome it, what does it, what, what do you do when fear comes up? So when that little voice in your head comes up, what's the process that you go through to just push through? Because it's, it's easier said than done, right? Like, oh, yeah, just do it anyway. Okay. Like, Yeah, just done. do it, guys. Just do it. You never be scared again. Off you go. Um, no, I think it's really important, first of all, to understand that, like, we're naturally inclined to lean into that risk aversion part of our brain. So automatically we're going to go, oh, they're going to say this or, oh, I'm going to look this way or I'm going to feel self-conscious. Um, so knowing that as a fact, then you can go, okay, well, what? What how can I be like more perspective and stand back and be a bit more objective? So I suppose like the four steps that I teach women, very condensed right now. <laughs> the first one is to be vulnerable. So we hear this voice and we want to ignore her because she's mean. Yeah, she's a bitch. Like we don't want to hear her. When she's saying, oh, look how, look at all those dimples. We want to ignore her, but we need to be vulnerable and actually grab onto her because otherwise she's like, yes, I win. I'm just going to be louder next time. Then the second step is to remove your ego. So be like, hey, would I, let, would I let anybody talk to my sister like that? Anybody talk to my friend like that? No. Okay, this is why. What are the facts? She has a normal body. She is beautiful. She doesn't value that person's opinion anyway. So you remove yourself and you provide all these facts, right? So we've got the facts, but now we need the emotion. So step three is to visualize. So you actually really need to try to visualize and feel those emotions of what it would feel like to be that future version of you, you know, that more confident version of you. And so that's even like down to who are you with? What are you wearing? So for example, you might be at the beach with your kids and you're playing in the water and you're not 
you know, covering your arms up or wrapping a towel around you and going, hang on a sec, kids, hang on a sec, kids, and missing out on all these things. Like, what do you stand to gain, yeah, by not worrying about that? And when you really get in tune with that, like I've literally got goosebumps right now. When you feel that, that combined with the facts, yeah, like that you're normal or whatever, whatever your situation is, that leads to step four, and that is to do the thing. Like a little thing though. So you don't go walk down the shop in a bikini, like that's a massive jump. Yes. But the little thing you might do is get up with your kids with just your shorts on instead of your shirts on your top. Or it might be, um, you know, kick the footy to your kids even though you're worried that someone might look at you because you're moving and therefore you draw attention. And then as you keep doing this over and over and over again, these little one percenters, these little things, eventually you become that person that you visualised. And you can't mm. say how. It's just all compounded. Yeah, so, so good, but I love that four-step process. So yes. genius, very, very good. <laughs> and like, I can totally see how that would be so effective. Tell me about a time where you felt the fear and did it anyway, and it paid off for you. Oh, so much in my business, so much in my business. Um, my business has forced me to do so many things that I would not have done. Um, any time from, like I said, showing things about my body that I am still self-conscious about, but I just do it anyway, right the way through to talking on stories or essentially, you know, advertising what I do because I'm like, oh, what are people going to think? All these people that I went to school with who I actually don't like, I like them, but they don't define me. Um, mm. Right through to family and friends. Are they going to go, oh, she's starting a business or who does she think she is? Or how come she's leaving her profession as a teacher? Does she think she's too like too good for that and I just had to do the things because for me and this is what everyone needs to find like you have to find a reason so strong mm. like you just got to do it because there just can't be a plan b so for me yeah. I, just, I continually connect with my reason why like why I have to do these scary things and visualizing my why and that mm. gives me the confidence to go just gonna do it it's not easy. It's like never easy, but it becomes easier. Yeah, beautiful. And I think like, you know, I think really normalising fear as well because I think that so many women think that, you know, they're the only person who is worried about what people think that, you know, I, I think that a lot of women don't even realise that they are. I think that like they just they just don't want to do it and they feel this immediate, like I, I was watching um, Mel Robbins' TED Talk the other day and she talks about being a, having a handbrake and it's like you go to do something and then within like three to five seconds there's a handbrake of like, oh, no, you couldn't do that. Or, you know, you're at a wedding and someone wants to get you up to have a dance and, you know, within that first three seconds, you your body like wills to say yes. Like you want to go be that fun, free person on the dance floor you want to go and have a good time but that handbrake comes up and goes oh no you look stupid you don't like don't embarrass yourself you don't do it and you miss out on all these like you said opportunities mm. and the same thing goes when when you're in business it's like how many opportunities are you missing mm. because their handbrake's on mm. you know by not advertising your services by not showing up online by not doing instagram lives by not doing instagram stories by um you know not reaching out to people you know in, in dms or, or asking people for you know support by not hiring that person how many handbrakes are we putting on in our mm. business in our lives right now by you know by just not taking enough action and getting really into our heads about what will people think because ultimately and I, I think one of the realizations that i have when I was starting my startups was because I felt this so deeply. Um, and I think one of the things that I came to the conclusion of when, when I was in the startup phase was when I'm 80 and I look back on my life, am I going to 
like care about those people's opinions? Are they, are they still going to be somebody that I really like that, you know, is it worth caring about their opinion so much than willing to not live the life that I was, you know, born here to do that I was not, I'm not going to step into the purpose that I was put on this earth to do because I'm so, I was so scared of what they thought. Like, is it really going to matter when I'm 80? And so for me like that, I remind myself that like all the time, whenever I'm feeling scared and I even get, I got so scared in my life that I actually got, uh, you can't see it there, but it says be brave tattooed on my arm. So I could see it all the time because there was so much fear in the startup phase of business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think like you touched on it before um, and what I was saying, you know, we're so driven where we're just automatically, like we're biologically tuned to folk be risk aversive. And so <clears throat> we think about the worst case scenario and while we need to do that, because, you know, you can't just like live YOLO, um, we need to recognise that the worst case scenario, like it's highly improbable, highly improbable. Like what's the worst case scenario? Someone's going to laugh at you. You're never going to fail. You're just going to learn a lesson. Like, what? you're not going to get in by sharks. Like, no one's going to die. It's fine. Um, but the best case scenario is, like, you don't even know how good the best case scenario is because you haven't experienced yet. Like, it's, it's freaking phenomenal. It's actually, so like, it's always like, worth. It's, it's, it's actually, like, got so much possibility. Like, best case scenario has so much possibility. Worst case scenario, you know what it looks like. Mm. You can define and, it. It's so clear. Absolutely. And like for women um, who are struggling with anything like body confidence or showing up in your business, just think like anytime you see somebody doing something that is scary, like a live or starting a business or wearing a bikini at the beach, what do you think? Like you don't go, oh, look at her. How dare she? You go, oh, wow, I wish I was that confident. So and it makes you feel more normal. So if you do that stuff, like you're actually going to inspire other women to do that stuff as well. Like what a way to quite literally change the world, like raise the conscious collective of the world. You know, if you do something that inspires someone else to be happier, even just for a day, mind-blowing, amazing. And I would just add to that, like, if you're the kind of person that right now is listening to Nikki and you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, but I, you know, I do see other women online and I do think X about them or I do think, like, I, I do judge them. Um, that's okay, first yeah. of all. But it's really time to start doing the work because, you know, when we're judging somebody else, it's like when I think there's a really good saying, it's like when you're pointing a finger at somebody else, there's three pointing back at you, you know, and it's like when we're judging somebody else, we're judging them, you know, mostly we're judging ourselves, like, and mostly that, that finger is pointing back in our direction. And in a world where it's so easy to be cruel, in a world where it's so easy to put somebody down or to... Um, you know, make people like not feel great. It's so easy to do that online. We see that all the time with trolls. Like, I think that what I would encourage you to do if you're the kind of person that is seeing that online is to like start leading with a little bit more love in your world. Um, because it is like when you tap into like what you just mentioned, Nikki, the conscious collective of women who are all just wanting to support each other and be better for each other. Like there's so few women that are actually out there judging. Mm. So few women. And for the women who, you know, are out there judging, it's time to do the work because we don't want to be stuck in this cycle for very long. And so um, I think when you step out and you actually do the thing that terrifies you, usually you actually open i'm sure you've seen this nikki you open more doors and more women who are just like you who are on the same path of you who are fucking lit up like you they just find their way to you they like magnetize and so you start to not only grow your business your confidence your life your fitness your you know your happiness but you also start to attract in people who are on that journey too and it's just so beautiful absolutely and, you know, because you're attracting more people like that to your life, you're the sum of the five people, right? We all know that saying. 
and the beauty of the world that we live in, the five people can be online. Like they can be total strangers. But if they're expanding you and making <laughs> hello <laughs> and making you feel less triggered or, or less envious, but more normal and comfortable and inspired, then like do that. You know, we all it's mm -hmm. like you said, do the work. And sometimes the work is finding the people who trigger you in a positive way to make yeah. you I, like I, I heard a really cool saying once that said, um, jealousy is just misplaced mm. inspiration and i love that because it's like you know when i used i used to feel so jealous I used to get jealous of women who are ahead of me i used to get so like you know like oh i just wish i had that and, and sometimes i'd even start to get like bitter like oh like i wish i had that and i'm mad that i don't kind of thing and and she doesn't deserve it and you start to go down that kind of that really yucky yucky thing right oh she has this and yeah 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 yeah, yeah exactly yeah and then one day i just like woke up and i was like when I, when I heard that saying, I was like, no, she just has the things that I want and she's carved a way out and she's shown me that it's fucking possible and like that I can do it too because she did it first. And I think that's what like women like you, Nikki, do so well is like you go first and that it's exactly like the story that you just told about your cellulite and being on the beach. Like it's exactly the kind of shitty belief systems that we've created as women that culturally we have created that you are helping women bust through every single day. So thank you for the work that you're doing and thank you for going first. Oh, thank you. You, but I think it's um I think there are a lot of there is a lot of how do I say it the switch the tide is starting to change isn't it um but it's 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 all well and good to see women bear their flaws whether that's their body flaws or their vulnerabilities in business and be inspired by that and that is freaking amazing but it's even more impactful for you to do it yourself and I know that's really really hard so you don't have to go forth and do something now but you know if you're listening to this maybe you could think of Maybe first of all, do that for step one, right? Be vulnerable, like catch a fear, catch a limiting belief that you have, who triggers you and makes you feel a little bit envious. Get to the bottom of why it is and go, what's one little thing that like I can do um, that makes me take a little, little, bit, little bit of a step into fear? And that might even be like talking to your partner or someone in your family about an idea that you have that you haven't shared yet because mm, what will they think? You know, just like mm. little things and they all compound. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, um, Nikki, I know that right now you are finishing up or maybe have just started working with or maybe have some spots still available potentially. Oh, I'm so um, excited. Yeah, I've got yeah 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 so i've got um i'm just finishing a launch at the moment so i have got a couple of days left and i'm reminding you guys children but... oh no we... i got time <laughs> Any other moms do that? Um, hopefully. Um, <laughs> so I'm just finishing up a launch at the moment. So I've got three spots left. Um, I do limit my spots because obviously I want to give everyone the time that they need to grow and the time that they deserve. So um, I'm quite literally about to post in my stories um, a little sneaky offer I have to hopefully fill those spots in the next couple of days before Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, otherwise, guys, I can right things. now that Nikki's program is unbelievable. And if you are somebody who is struggling to take those little steps into fear, if you are somebody that is still putting, you know, getting down to the beach fully clothed, if you are somebody who's, you know, knowing that they're really wanting to prioritize their health and nutrition, their mindset into 2023. Um, like I know Nikki's program's incredible. I've seen her build it um, from the ground up. Mm -hmm. I know how much heart and soul she's put into it. I know how client centric it is and client first it is. Um, and I just, yeah, can't recommend it enough. If you've been feeling any of those things, please go and check out Nikki's profile.
Thanks, Steph. Thanks so much for the vote, the vote of confidence. You're amazing. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, guys, I hope you liked our little talk about fear today. If we could leave you with one thing, it would be please just take one small action into fear. So do find that thing that's feeling really stretchy for you. Find that edge. And we know that just beyond that edge is another whole opportunity for you, another whole wide world for you to be able to create some opportunity. So find that thing you're a little bit scared of and just do it. That's it. Like, Thank what, you so much for jumping on, Nikki. Thank you. Right, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you for listening to that recording. I hope you got something out of it. Um, and thank you again. Like, honestly, I am so stoked. Little old me doing my podcast. And I got an email the other day saying that my little podcast has had 200 downloads. And, man, like, I appreciate it so much. And I so appreciate and I'm also asking a little favor. You know, if, if you did like anything you heard, I would just love it if you could please share it to your stories um, or if you could like do a review you don't even have to write anything you can just click on you know the five little stars or the three if you don't like what I have to say <laughs> but the point is this really helps my my passion project hopefully turn into a bit of a venture so pretty please if you have the time a review or a share or a screenshot and pass along to someone who might need the help um one last little thing to before I go um I'll link it in the show notes, but if you're listening to this live, I am working on something so, so exciting for all the mums out there. So keep an eye on my stories, guys. And um, if you want to be kept up to date with what it is that I'm going to be dropping in the next couple of days, send me a message so that I can send it to you personally. Until next week, I shall wish you a good day and I'll speak to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the Health and Happiness Homeroom. As a big thank you, I would love to offer you a free one-on-one 15-minute coaching session just to help give you some answers to whatever it is that you're confused about right now or whatever's holding you back. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes for your exclusive freebie. And, you know, if you found anything that I've said helpful or useful, I would love for you to do all the things, you know, screenshot, share, review, all the bits and pieces. Thank you so much and I hope you have the most amazing day.